What's going on, folks? This is Daryl, your host of Narratives Over Wine Whiskey Podcast, the podcast where we discuss issues that impact black and millennial communities, all while having a good drink. Um, I said that because that's what I always say, but really I'm trying to get rid of this bottle of Georgia Moon Corn Whiskey. It does the job, but it is not a good drink, folks. Um, this, this goes hard. What is it? 100 proofs. I mean, I've had proofs that are higher than this, but it's just extremely raw. Um, I've had, like I said, I've had worse. You know what you're getting when you're drinking corn whiskey. But, you know, I gotta, I gotta finish this bottle. It's There are a couple of sips left. I think if I lit this bottle on fire, it would create a huge blaze. It's, it's that strong. So, yeah. Today, I just want to talk about something something really quickly. I want to talk about our generation's lack of preparedness when it comes to being able to survive. Just, just the bare minimum basics. Can you survive in natural settings? We have grown so accustomed to having everything that we want in an instant that we we really don't know how to do enough of the necessities to stay alive like we just don't operate that way and i don't care where you come from none of us operate like it is 1416 none of us operate even even when you're talking about people who, people who farm farmers use technology that was not around prior to the advent of just all the mechanisms and machines that we have now. So, no matter who you are, none of us have grown up like people did before the Industrial Revolution. And that's okay, like, that's what happens with technology, but what if we have to revert to, to those days? I'm a big fan of, I'm actually, I'm scared of this liquor. This is why it stays in the cabinet and never gets to see the light of day. <laughs> um, I'm a fan of zombie shows, zombie movies. Um, the Walking Dead, to me, is super dope. Um, World War Z, I'm about to check out this new one, something like um, Z-Pocalypse or something that's on Netflix. But I really like zombie shows not because I like zombies I hate old zombie movies that just talked about the weird walking dead that's not cool what I do enjoy is how humans act in the face of very limited resources like I like seeing the speculation around what that looks like and how we interact with one another and how the worst comes out of some people and the best comes out of other people those things are very interesting to me because, you know, if you listen to my last episode, like humanities and social sciences and social studies and history, those are things that pique my interest. And when you're talking about it in the context of an apocalyptic scenario or setting, it elevates my level of interest. Because, you know, I'm stereotypical in some ways, traditional, cisgendered man who's heterosexual and has a family and so I feel that traditional burden 
or responsibility or privilege, whatever you want to call it, to take care of, to protect, to provide for. And I'm always in the mindset of if all of this shit fails, how do I make sure that my family survives and thrives? And so, um, to that note, last night I was I was chilling, and for a half of a second the lights flickered. It happens, whatever, no big deal, right? Except for the fact that in that same moment, my brother, my sister, I could not reach them because their phone service, their cell service, was down. And they live five minutes down the road, but we have different phone providers, so. Cell service is down, light flickers. Oh my gosh, it's the end of the world, right? Oh no, we can't survive without electricity, without technology. In that moment, I thought, am I prepared? Am I able to, if all of this fails, to keep my family, my household, the people that I'm responsible for or have some responsibility to, am I able to allow them to maintain not a, not a level of living because at that point the luxuries go out the door and it, it truly is survival of the fittest and am I fit enough to hold down that responsibility as my family's patriarch as the head of my household and and I said shit I might not be you know I I, I can do hand-to-hand combat um, no problem with guns like weapons cool, I'm good, but the, like, the necessities to stay alive, do I have those things together? What happens if if there's a hurricane or, or an earthquake or some natural disaster and we just have to rush out of the house or if the pandemic hits um, hits middle, medieval levels, I'm not saying the B plague because yeah, I don't like the, the connotation that comes with that with the color, the negative connotation, but medieval plague levels, right? So if that happens, am I ready? Like, are we good? And then I started thinking, if I got to run out of the house right now, what do I have? Like, what am I going to do? I'm going to randomly pick up some clothes and try to pack properly? No, that's not going to work. And I'm not trying, I, I, I don't believe in living in fear, but I do believe in living at a level of preparation that if something happens, you can move quickly, get to where you need to be, no problem. So I said, I'm about to go up to the attic and get my best hiking backpack or bag, which happens to be a a suitcase type backpack. Um, Very rugged, water resistant, I love it. I don't get to use it enough because of its size, but um, perfect for hiking. So, went up to the attic, got that. The whole time, Desiree's looking at me like, what the heck, Negro? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with me is, as the man of the house, I feel the obligation to make sure that stuff like this is taken care of and that we're always ready for worst-case scenarios. That, for instance, is why, if you listened a couple, couple weeks ago when this pandemic hit, we stay with bottled water and toilet paper stocked. I mean, that's one. those are two things that are going to be in my house if everything else goes wrong. We're going to have water, we're going to have toilet paper, and we're going to have some canned foods, too. Hey, she hates it. Why do you always have um, spaghetti and pasta?
pasta sauce. You always buy more spaghetti every time because spaghetti is not going to go bad. It's going to get eaten. And worst case scenario, we can always boil some water, put some spaghetti in it, and we're able to survive. So those are the things that when the pandemic hit, we were good. And we weren't going to be eating you know, the luxurious steaks that I put on the grill that look so good all the time. Um, they are. They're phenomenal. I'm, I'm a pretty good cook. Toot toot. Let's toot my own. That's me and Judy's thing. But anyway, yeah, pretty good cook. Um, we weren't going to be eating that all the time, but we would be able to survive. And in this moment, uh, or yesterday, I thought, well, I don't have things ready. Like If I have to just get up and go, I can't do that right now. And so I began to prepare. And first thing I did was I thought about what we have in the house. We have first aid kits. We have, you know, weapons. We have flashlights. We have, um, we, we have a lot of things that we need. We have non-perishable foods. Things that we don't have. We don't have a manual can opener. Ugh. Um, we have a power bank for our phones, but what if the phones go dead? Um, we, we can't get in touch with my sister, who lives five miles in one direction, or my father-in-law, who's, who lives eight miles in the other direction. Or we need walkie-talkies that are long distance. Um, so I, you know, I started, I went down the list. We need matches. Um, you know, a ton of, a ton of small things. We have canteens for water, but we don't have um, a cook set that can be easily transported. So I hopped online and I began to order all of the things, or I created a list of all of the things that we needed and began to seek them out, looked at product ratings, um, tried to see, oh, one of those uh, sleeping bags, what are they called, Big C's or something like that? Um, but yeah, one of those sleeping bags that keep you warm in the event that you know, you, you're forced to sleep in your car. You know, bivy, bivy sack. I ordered whistles. There are a ton of things I ordered. I'm not even going to go down the list. But we do not operate out of a sense of survival anymore. We operate in a mindset of thriving. And that's great. That's wonderful. I encourage us to continue to try to thrive as a society, but be able to survive. I don't, I don't think a lot of people can. I think that if we had to get up and go, we would not be in a position to do that as effectively as if we were prepared. You know, if if a fire breaks out in the house, I'm not going upstairs to get my important records. So I need them somewhere where I can just run out the door with them. I need them together. We, we really have to think about these things because life happens. Even if it's not an a apocalyptic situation, fires happen, floods happen. This is North Carolina. Hurricanes really happen. Um, and if your life is turned upside down, you want to make it as easy as it can be to repiece that. You know, the things that I, I would want to pick up in the last minute are optional things. Things like my MacBook. Um, things like, or, or really, I wouldn't even need my MacBook. I really just need my external hard drive. My MacBook, if I lose it, it's insured. I can't get these images back or these memories back. 
my camera just because photojournalism is my thing. If you're not following me on Instagram for my photography, follow um, at D squared visuals. I love capturing moments, but those things are luxuries. They're optional. The things that I need, need to be in that bag. You know, my, my marriage certificate, my passport, um, of course, identification with no doubt, which my passport takes care of that. You know, your, your gas tank needs to be full, as full as possible. And you gotta be able to get up and go. I remember it was 2011, I believe. Yep, it was 2011, I just graduated from college and there was a minor earthquake that hit the East Coast. And we're thinking, what the hell? Like, there are no fault lines around here. How is there an earthquake in North Carolina when that never ever happens? And so these things, these things, these emergencies, they happen if we're not prepared for them because we don't know how to survive, then we're always going to be at a disadvantage in the event of an emergency. Americans think that we are superior, that we have tricked nature and that natural disasters will not happen to us and that's why the coronavirus has hit so hard because we always say yeah it happens there it happens to them but it won't happen to us and then when it does we don't know we're we're, we're not of the mindset that we can adapt quickly we're very used to being entertained we're used to enjoying life we're used to having entertainment and not having those things it throws us off so yeah, I, I really encourage everyone to, to put together an emergency readiness kit. You know, put, put a few days of clothes in there. Um, make sure you have underwear. Get an emergency cook set, some matches, a flashlight, an emergency whistle that has you know a high decibel level. If you live within you know a 25, 30 mile range of your your family members get long range, long range radios. Figure out a plan for what you all will do in the case of an emergency. Go hiking with your pack. I, I read that your pack, I believe, should be twenty percent to thirty percent of your body weight, and you should go hiking with it at least quarterly for a mile or two. Hey, be ready. Because the world is weird right now. Like, the world is very strange. And I'm not saying, hey, let's walk around scared. But always be ready for the worst case scenario, you know. Be ready for the worst. Hope for the best. And then I think you'll be all right. And get your kids ready, too. You know, do do emergency drills. Remember when we were kids and there were, I don't know if this happens across the, the nation, but in North Carolina, we used to have hurricane drills. And that would happen regularly, and they would make sure that kids knew what to do in the case of a, of a hurricane. We need to do the same thing right now, understanding that if things go bad, we can get in and out quickly and move succinctly. 
So that's it, man. That's my time for the day. Another short episode back to back. Y'all know where I'm at. See you next week, same time, same place. In the meantime, make sure you're following on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Narrow Podcast. Um, leave a review, leave a rating on whatever platform you're listening on. Leave some comments on narrowpodcast.com, and I will catch y'all again next week. All right, peace and love.